Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word for the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, October the 18th, 2023, and we uh, are together again going through Hebrews chapter 2 today uh, in our journey through the New Testament. Uh, So we're going to spend the next couple of weeks in Hebrews, and then we'll jump over to James. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be camped out here for a few weeks. Um, Hebrews chapter two. I love the book of Hebrews. Actually, it's really awesome. Great, um, great connection to the Old Testament and to Old Testament theology. So, yeah, thank you guys for being on this morning. Thanks for liking, subscribing, and all that. Liking and commenting really appreciate that. You can do me a huge favor by just liking and commenting. Yeah. You don't even have to comment on what I'm saying. You can comment on what someone else has said. Just uh, this is a community, so it's you know it's for sharing to, with each other as much as it is with me. So thank you guys for your uh, engagement. Um, Hebrews chapter two. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's do it. See what the Lord has to say to us today. It's always fun to. Just uh, be together in God's Word. We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. Hmm. Um, there's an assumption there, right? The assumption there is that you can drift away, that without knowing it, if you're not intentional and you're not uh, alert, you can actually drift away. You can drift away from um, what is true. You could drift away from your convictions. You could drift away from uh, that close relationship with Jesus. You could drift away from being a good witness. But the most important thing is you can you can drift away from from God. You can drift away from that personal relationship with him that you once had. We must pay attention. Um, We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we not drift away. So the connection there is what you have heard will keep you, if you pay attention to what you've heard, namely the gospel, you pay attention to the gospel, that can keep you from drifting away. And that's what we do, right? That's why we read the Word of God uh, daily, spend time in God's Word, because we want to pay careful attention to what God has said. That's why more people need to be doing this, right? <laughs> and many people are, but even more people. Like, all, every believer needs to be daily spending time in God's Word. And I know things come happen, and, you know, maybe you miss a day or two here, or maybe even a week. But you get back, on, you get back in, in the uh, r- rhythm, um, and you spend time paying careful attention to God's Word, and that's why we do it. 
so we don't drift. So we so we're reminded of what God says. Um, because it's so easy to start picking up the ideas and the thoughts and the perspectives of the world or diluting the truth of God without even knowing it. You, you drift, right? Because the constant voices that are speaking to us are not the voice of, the voice of God. The voices that are constantly speaking to us are the voice of man, the voice of humanity. And some of them don't have evil intention. The voices that are speaking to us, whether it's just conversation or perspectives or ideas or you know, or whatever, or opinions. It's not that people are trying to be malicious. It's just that they're, it's just we're being bombarded by messages um, that are not God-centered. And so without careful attention to the Word of God, we can start um, diluting and diverting from what God really says. That's why we spend time in the Word of God. That's why it's so important. So kudos to you for spending time in the Word of God, making it a priority in your life. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Those of you that just jumped on, great to have you guys on YouTube. Those of you on the audio, on the audio podcast, hope you're having a great day. Wherever you are, running, jogging, driving, working, at your kitchen table, welcome. Um, verse 2. For since the message spoken through angels was binding and every violation and disobedience received its just punishment, how shall we escape if we ignore so great a salvation? Wow. Wow. Hmm. Um, We uh, we're accountable for what we do with the uh, with this great uh, message of salvation. This salvation, which was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard Him. God testified also to it by signs, wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to His will. The writer's just basically recapping the ministry of Jesus, right? Um, the ministry of sal the, the, this salvation, which was first announced by the Lord. Um, I mean, the we'll, here in a number of weeks, we'll be entering into the Christmas season. We'll talk about uh, the angel that appeared, the angel that appeared, the angel, heavenly host that appeared to the shepherds, announcing the the coming of Jesus. Um, and the uh, the angelic appearances, the messengers of the Lord that appear to uh, Mary and to Zechariah, announcing the coming of Messiah. So the Lord uh, announced it. He was first announced by the Lord, first confirmed to us by those who heard him, so those who are eyewitnesses. God also testified to it by signs. So there were signs and wonders and miracles, um, and after the ministry, and Jesus distributed gifts through the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit uh, empowers believers with gifts according to His will. Verse 5, it is not to angels, it is not to angels that He has subjected the world to come about which we are speaking. Um. 
So the angels will not ultimately be in charge, right? But there is a place where someone has testified, what is mankind that you are mindful of him? A son of man that you care for him. You made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. Um, so here, um, a quotation from the Old Testament, uh, one of the Psalms, looks like uh, Psalm, uh, like Psalm 22, maybe? Or maybe that's Psalm 8. There's a reference here, but I can't, not sure which one it is. Um, yeah, if you know what it is, put it in the chat. I think it's Psalm 8, maybe? Um, but the idea is that that uh, the order of creation, right? Like God, the angels, humanity is the kind of the created order of beings. Uh, and um, you made him, that is, people, little lower than the angels. We've created in the image of God. Uh, but one day when we are with God forever, we talked about yesterday, um, we will actually be exalted above the angels. In putting everything under them, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet at the present, we do not see everything subject to them, but we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, like us. Jesus was made lower than the angels, like us, for a little while. And crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. So God, Jesus, uh, being divine, would, would not, could not taste death. But because Jesus became a human being, like us, became a little lower than the angels, um, he tasted death. He experienced what we experience so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. Hmm. He can, uh, in all ways, uh, empathize with our weaknesses, with our humanity. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Good to see everybody on. Nona, good to see you. Nona, now, are you still in Arizona? Because if you're in Arizona, you're up early, real early. I don't know, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, man, you get the award. But welcome. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Um, verse 10. In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting. I mean, just that alone. Doesn't that sound awesome? Oh, you're back in Dundee. Okay, well, then. Then the people in Central Time, they they still got you beat. Then <laughs> you're, you're you're you know more regular time. But thank you for being here anyway. But if you were in Arizona, I was like, man, that's a commitment. Um, welcome back. Verse ten. That first phrase of verse ten is pretty powerful, though, right? In bringing many sons and daughters to glory. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful that, uh, thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Isn't that beautiful that that's what Jesus is doing 
He's bringing many sons and daughters to glory. Wow. It reminds me of John 3, 16 and 17, right? That God sent his, world, his son into the world not to condemn the world, um, because the world stands condemned already, but that they might that the world might be saved through him. He's why did Jesus come? Not to condemn the world, but to lead many sons and daughters to glory. Man. Amen. Yeah, thank you for for hitting that like button, by the way. Really appreciate that. Um, yeah. The um to lead them to glory. So, in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered. Hmm. He was made perfect. Both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So who makes people holy? Jesus. Who are the ones who are made holy? Us. We're in the same family. We are, we are sons and daughters of God. We are, Jesus is our big brother. He's our Savior. He's our Lord. He's our, the pioneer of our faith. That's a new word, new thing here, pioneer of our salvation, um, the perfecter of our faith. He's all of those things, but he's also our brother. We are, we are co-heirs with Christ. Wow. Joint heirs with Jesus. Love it. Um, so Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. Isn't that humbling, man? Just to stop and think that Jesus, I mean, the Messiah, the perfect Lamb of God, who just is without spot or blemish, is perfect. Is the radiance of God's glory, it, the right Hebrews writer says in the first chapter. He is not ashamed to put his arm around you and around me and say, This is my this is my brother. This is my daughter, this is my daughter, or this is my sister. This is my brother, this is my sister. I'm not ashamed of them. Wow. That's a blessing, man. What a blessing. Verse 12, he says. I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, he says, here I am, and the children God has given me. Wow. That vision of Jesus presenting all the children <clears throat> that God has given him. The sons, the, uh, sons and daughters, the uh, brothers and sisters, the redeemed of the Lord. Right? God, Jesus will present us to the Father. Here's my family. Here's our family <laughs> that have redeemed the, the, uh, the, the many sons and daughters of God that, have, that are being brought to glory. It's hmm. awesome. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death. Hmm. Jesus came to break the power of Satan. He came to destroy the works of the devil, uh, the Gospel of John will tell us. 
or uh, the epistle of John will tell us. He came to destroy the works of the devil. Um, and the, the, biggest, uh, ars- the biggest weapon in the enemy's arsenal is fear, and particularly the fear of death, the fear of uh, dying. But Jesus came to die himself, right? He tasted death for everyone and to destroy the works of the devil, to destroy the fear of the devil, uh, the intimidation of the devil, uh, that he works over mankind, that intimidation that he um, tries to uh, use to manipulate and to paralyze people. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Praise God, man. That's Hey, as I've said many times, that's the Christmas story. You want to know the Christmas story? The Son of Man came to destroy the works of the devil. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I mean, there, there's, I mean, there's angels and there's shepherds and there's magi and it's pretty and it's you know a little baby in straw and all that. But that, but Jesus grew up as a as a man so that he could suffer in all ways as we are to give his life on a cross to die the death that we should die and to destroy to crush the works of the devil. Amen and amen. Why? So he can release from bondage the sons and daughters who were held captive by the intimidation and the chains and the torment of the enemy to break them free and lead sons and daughters who are rightfully God's to glory. Mm. 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 Come on, somebody. That's that's worth an early morning hallelujah right there. Yes. Yes. Um, he breaks the power of him who holds, uh, the, he breaks the power of him who holds the power of death for, and, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their what? Fear of death, fear of death. A lot of times, a lot of anxiety. You think about it, man. When you, when you peel it back, anxiety a lot of anxiety goes back to a fear of dying. You think about panic attacks. You think you trace it back. Why are you afraid? Well, I think, well, I feel claustrophobic, or I feel this, or I feel this, or I feel that. I feel what it, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. What, but what is the ultimate fear? It's the fear of death. It's the fear of dying. And Jesus came to break the fear of death. There's power, man. Come on. There's power in the name of Jesus. You know what? There is. There's power. Sometimes you can just say that. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yeah, there is, man. There's supernatural miracle working power in, G- in the name of Jesus. Um, verse 16, for surely it is not the angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants, who? Human beings. For this reason, he had to be made like them, Fully human in every way. He's he's human like us in every way. In order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God. So what is the the high priest is a human being. The best high priest is a human being, fully human, fully God, which is Jesus. 
He was God in flesh. That's the that's the ideal, the perfect um, high priest. Why? So that he can be merciful. And that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. The uh, atonement, at one meant, makes two alienated parties uh, reconciled. To reconcile two previously um, alienated parties. So humanity and God, we are alienated from one another because of sin. Jesus, the great high priest, comes and provides effectual atonement to bring back these two parties between, um, namely, man and God. It makes atonement for the sins of people because he himself suffered when he was tempted. He is able to help those who are being tempted. Mm. Man. Jesus can help you in your temptation, right? He helps us in our temptation. Why? Because he was tempted in his suffering. Jesus was tempted in his suffering, in, the, um, in not only the, the suffering, the, uh, the, the suffering on the cross, being tempted in, in every way, but throughout his life and throughout his ministry, beginning in the wilderness, at the beginning of his earthly ministry, tempted by the devil. But all along the way, uh, he was tempted, and he, was, and he suffered. Um, and because of that, we have a Savior who bleeds. Think about that, man. We have a Savior that bleeds. We don't have a Savior that's a robot. We don't have a Savior that's uh, unfeeling or unmoved, but we have a Savior that bleeds. Hmm. He feels what we feel. He experiences what we experience. Um, he's been uh, tempted in every way that we have, so he can help us uh, when we're being tempted. And you may, be in, you may be in a season of temptation right now. You may be feeling some temptations that you haven't experienced in a long time. It may be a new sense of temptation. It may have a temptation to doubt or to, or to sin or to uh, take a road um, that is not the best for you or tempted to gossip or slander. Maybe Who knows? The good news is that um, you have a Savior who's been tempted to do all those things but did not. Um, and be, but because he was tempted, he can empathize with your temptations today. Yeah. All right, you guys, thanks for, much for being on. That wraps up chapter 2 of Hebrews. Uh, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you so much for being our Savior, a Savior that understands, that empathizes with our weaknesses, that walked in our shoes, that came to destroy the power of death. And because of that, we have freedom. Lord, thank you that you hold our lives in your hands, that we are your children. We are sons and daughters of God. Thank you, Lord, that you saw fit to lead us, your sons and daughters, uh, toward glory. And we look forward, Lord, to the day we, we are presented along with all the other saints of God um, before the throne of the Father. Lord, I thank you so much for my friends today. I pray you would bless them and encourage them, strengthen them. Lord, may you um, just shine your goodness and grace upon each of their hearts today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Well, God bless you, my friends. Thank you so much for being on. Those of you that are on the podcast, thank you for listening today. Hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing this podcast and uh, this uh, YouTube channel. Appreciate that. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll be back at it tomorrow with Hebrews chapter 3 as uh, the writer shifts a little bit and focuses more on Jesus compared to Moses. Jesus greater than Moses. So that's, uh, that's, a, big, that's a big one. All right, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.